BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. All right. Well, big story today. They did file federal charges against the attacker of Paul Pelosi, this David DePape or DePape. I've heard it pronounced several different ways. We're going to talk to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI on the latest to what happened today with this case. Hey there, guys. Yeah. I mean, the the pronunciation on it changes by the hour. Now the DA is saying uh, DePape. Even though the chief was saying the Pepe on Friday, and then it's been the Pape, and it it keeps changing. But anyway, so now they're going with the Pap, and some really interesting stuff we learned today from the uh, federal court documents. And this afternoon, state charges coming: a burglary, attempted murder, elderly abuse, and all that. Um, but on the federal side, they're going with attempted kidnapping and assault. And uh, that these documents say uh, that the de- Pap uh, has told investigators that. After he was Mirandized, and they read him as Miranda rights, that he then uh, admitted that he went to the home uh, because he wanted to hold Nancy Pelosi hostage uh, and interrogate her. And he said that she is the leader of the Democrat lies, and he wanted to ask her a number of things. And if she lied to him, that he was going to break her kneecaps is the way that, that he put it to police. Uh, he, in his bags, he had a roll of tape. He had rope, he had a second hammer, he had gloves, he had zip ties with him. Uh, and all of this, the, the DA in San Francisco says, uh, shows this was a violent break-in. It was an attack. There have been conspiracy theories all over online, <laughs> retweeted by good, Elon Musk, and ones, deleted, <laughs> and, you know, and, and members of the, the Trump family and uh, they're, they're claiming that this was something else. And prosecutors are saying, no, it's not. She's saying it was a forced entry into the rear door of the home um, and that he ultimately did make his way upstairs, uh, which is where he ultimately um, confronted Mr. Pelosi. And she says and federal prosecutors say and a number of law enforcement sources have been telling us through the weekend, these two did not know each other at all, that uh, this was a stranger coming in. Paul Pelosi, federal investigators say, was sound asleep at 2.26 in the morning when the pap uh, showed up in his bedroom and they had never seen each other before. And he was asking, where's Nancy? And, uh, well, Nancy wasn't there. Nancy was in Washington, D.C. Uh, and that when uh, police got on scene and Pelosi was hit in the head with a hammer, that, uh, that he was hit so hard he went down unconscious or appeared to be unconscious, wasn't moving. Uh, then SFPD jumped on DePap, uh, wrestled him to the ground. 
uh, and then got medical aid for uh, for Pelosi. But uh, a lot of the new details coming in today. And uh, what can you tell us about this 911 call that Paul Pelosi was able to make? Yeah, so he was able to to get a call out on his cell phone. Uh, it appears that he somehow convinced this guy that he needed to step into the bathroom and that he was able to open up the cell phone call and then left it open. And uh, the 911 dispatcher listened in. And uh, Bill Scott, formerly uh, LAPD, now SFPD, the, the chief uh, in San Francisco, saying that this was, he would say, the work done by that dispatcher saved Pelosi's life that she listened in and knew that she was being given code, that this was somebody who was trying to say, hey, all is good. He didn't want him to, to know that 911 was on the phone. And investigators say that a part of what he said has created this one of these conspiracy theories where he said, you know, I don't know. Uh, we've got somebody here I don't know. He's a friend. Uh, but they say this was him at 2.30 in the morning trying to act happy and say, oh, yeah, no, everything's good. I've got a friend here, and that it was all code for, you know, get your butt here. I need somebody with lights and sirens, and that that's what the uh, the, the dispatcher caught on to. And uh, police are, uh, the, the chief's saying this. She had to interpret what she was being told, and based on her experience and her intuition, she basically figured out that there was something more to this incident than what she was being told. Her actions in my opinion, resulted in both a higher priority dispatch and a faster police response. So she was listening to this going, this is weird that 2.30 in the morning, this guy's just going, hi, I have somebody here, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he wants to wait for my wife, and she said this isn't right. And I would guess, police haven't said this, but I would guess that they get flagged, that that's a VIP location, and that, you know, in that situation, that that may uh, step it up as well. But she sent them what is called Code 3 in California, running code, uh, lights and sirens to get there, and then they got there, and, uh, and it went down. The other thing, though, is this guy's online writings, I mean, it, it gets deeper and deeper into conspiracy stuff as we find more. A lot of QAnon, a lot of COVID vaccines, January 6th, the elections, George Floyd. And we're hearing now from his ex-girlfriend who – Surprise, surprise, is in prison in California, and uh, she called uh, our affiliate in San Francisco, KGO, and uh, she said this about him. He is mentally ill. He's been mentally ill for a long time. He's mentally ill and been mentally ill for a long time. She said he's been going down that rabbit hole of getting angry over politics and everything else for a very long time, and at least based on what federal investigators are saying and now federal prosecutors, that he admitted he went in there and he was going to interrogate her and hold her and uh, hold her hostage because he wanted real answers out of her. I, I take it he's got a public defender or something? We don't know yet um, because uh, he's only being charged today. He'll be uh, make his initial appearance tomorrow, and then we'll find out. We don't know what he's got Did yet. an alarm go off in the house? Nothing that we know of. Uh, we know that he was alone, that there was no human security there at least. Uh, and again, I mean, a lot of surprise about that. Capitol Police... They protect Nancy Pelosi, but when she's not there, they don't protect the home, but they don't hire any kind of security. SFPD wasn't there all the time. Uh, we understand sometimes they were parked out front, but they, they weren't at that time. Um, but if an alarm went off, it would seem not being that, that he was asleep and didn't hear him come in. Um, they have security cameras all over the place, but apparently he woke up when this guy, and I mean, imagine how freaky that would be, 
you wake up, there's a guy in your bedroom asking where your wife is, uh, and then it went down from there. Yeah, I just I always surprised people who are that prominent and potentially have a lot of enemies and crackpots. Oh, yeah, that many have... people who hate her and hate oh, him and that they, they wouldn't have security. She's, she's number one on the target list for a lot of uh, online And third in line for the presidency. Yeah, I know. The idea that they had not even an alarm system set let alone another person in the house. I mean, he's 82 years old, and, uh, you know, he's got uh, drinking issues. That's just uh, just strange. uh, Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing on the alarm side that we know of yet. Uh, No uh, descriptors of uh, alarms going off. Uh, Nothing waking him up. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah, maybe we'll learn there was something, but uh, we don't think so. And from break-in to police arriving, really wasn't that that long a period, do you know? Yeah, it was pretty quick, um, except for we really only have a timeline based on when Paul Pelosi dialed 911 to when they arrived was three minutes. Um, They've got, it appears, surveillance camera footage knowing that he was calling for Nancy Pelosi and walking through the home and, you know, doing all that. So how long all of that went on before he got up to the bedroom, we don't know. But from the the moment that he dialed 911 to then when the first two officers arrived on scene, it was – about a three-minute window, and then it all went down from there. They uh, they ordered them to drop the hammer. They didn't know who the suspect and the victim was. They were fighting over the same hammer. And then in that moment, police say as they were standing there ordering them to drop it, that DePape, uh, DePape uh, grabbed the, the hammer and then started beating him in the head with it right there. And uh, state charges are coming, you said, too, huh? Yeah, so uh, tonight, yeah, burglary, attempted murder, elderly abuse, false imprisonment, then uh, they say there may be quite a few more as well. All right. Thank you very much, Alex. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, with the news today that they have charged the man that they say broke into the Pelosi home in San Francisco, David DePap. We're now calling him 42-year-old DePap. weirdo guy. Oh, man. Apparently in the complaint, it says that he also was going to use Nancy to lure another individual to him, but the complaint didn't say who. Do you think it's Biden? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, 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 the background on this uh, guy, DePap, is uh, astonishing. Yeah, we're going to get into that. He and, he and his uh, semi-wife. What a life uh, they've had. Uh, the Russian woman you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah t- Taub. The one Taub. That's Gypsy jail. Taub. Gypsy Taub. Yeah, we're going to play part of that interview. We're going to talk more when we come back about uh, DePap. Yeah. Also, as soon as we return... The keyword. You have a chance for some inflation bonus cash. Learn the keyword and follow the instructions and see if you can't win. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, where do we begin with all the stuff we have on Brian DePap and his sordid life? I guess we can start with Gypsy Tob, right? Gypsy, Gypsy Tob is a Russian be... woman he was in a relationship with and apparently had at least two children with her, but... What you're going to hear is an interview she did with ABC7 in the Bay Area, at least a part of the story. She's in prison. Hello, this is Gypsy Taub. I'm the life, ex-life partner of David DePop, DePap and the mother of his children. This is your average Berkeley family. Calling from the California Institution for Women in Corona is where she is. And you know why she's in there? She was stalking a 14-year-old boy who was a friend of her son's. As this story goes on, you're going to find out there's a lot of uh, child sex abuse. Yeah, he's also... On did. both, uh, with both of these characters. Yeah, DePap is being accused by a stepchild, who now a woman, of, of sexually abusing her. Well, let's play uh, what we can learn here. And by the way, 
she had served some time in prison for stalking this boy, and then she got convicted for sex crimes against a minor in 2019. Uh, She was convicted in 2021 of 20 criminal violations, including stalking, child molestation, dissuading a witness, and attempted child abduction. It was a 14-year-old boy she was after. So that's the reason, I guess, this call, part she of was, this story is coming she, from prison. She was the bride in the nude wedding photos we discussed last week. That's right, from 2013. Yeah. And uh, this is after well, she she married a guy. I, I think he was only 20 years old, that naked guy in there. The, the naked guy, yeah. Uh, this is ABC7 Bay Area reporter Tara Campbell's story. I have a call from a friend's house, an inmate at... The California Institution for Women. Uh, hello, this is Gypsy Taub. I am uh, the ex-wife partner of uh, David DePap uh, and the mother of his children. A call from Exxon Taub, better known as Gypsy, a nudist activist seen here in 2013 talking to ABC7 at a protest in San Francisco. We just wanted to test the waters to see how much the police department respects our First Amendment rights. Taub now revealing a longtime relationship with David DePoppy, the man accused of viciously attacking Speaker Pelosi's husband inside their San Francisco home. He is mentally ill. He's been mentally ill for a long time. Taub's call coming from prison. Last year, she was found guilty on 20 counts, including the attempted abduction of a 14-year-old boy near his Berkeley High School. Taub telling me she and DePoppy met more than 20 years ago. Together, they raised their two sons and her daughter until about seven years ago. Describing a time DePoppy returned home after disappearing for a year. He came back in a really bad shape. He thought he was Jesus. He was constantly paranoid, thinking that people are after him. Did he have any sort of aggression towards politicians? Were his political beliefs extreme, in your opinion? When I met him, he didn't really have... uh, he was only 20 years old. He didn't have any experience in politics. He was very much in alignment with my beliefs. Uh, we, I have, I've always been very progressive, and actually, I absolutely admire Nancy Pelosi. And after speaking with Uxon Taub over the phone here at ABC7, she called back specifically asking to send this apology to the Pelosi's. I would like to express my deepest apology to Nancy Pelosi and her husband for the terrible, tragic thing that happened. Right. Thank. I'm sure the Pelosi's want to hear from a convicted uh, child abuser. Child molester. <laughs> Who thank used you. to be the girlfriend of the attacker. Yeah, thank you for your thoughts and prayers. I... Um, predictably, wow. what happened over the weekend was both sides trying to make something out of this in the bigger picture of what's happening in well, America. That is, that is. But I think you're right. Michael Schellenberger called it correctly. It's all about uh, people with mental illness in the it, Bay Area, it's untreated a, mental illness and drug abuse. It's a drug-induced psychosis. That's what uh, DePap had. And that's what a lot of the people you see in the streets acting crazy have. A drug-induced psychosis. And a psychosis is when you have a break with reality, when your actions don't and your beliefs do not match with with what's really going on in the world. And, uh, you know, this fixation as to whether he was a right-winger or a left-winger is so stupid. It's it's the media's form of psychosis. It's politicians' form of psychosis. That has nothing to do with reality. 
This yeah. this guy lived in a house with Black Lives Matter flags and and uh, r- rainbow uh, flags uh, for LGBT whatever, and and that had nothing to do with, with with his acting out. It's 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 his fried brain, and from the testimony of the neighbors that reporters talked to, these people were doing every kind of wacko drug stuff I never heard of. That sent them into all kinds of crazed behavior, and they had the sweats, and they were screaming all night, and they had delusions and hallucinations. Everybody misses the point these days. Everybody. So over the weekend, a woman with the name Inti, Inti Gonzalez, charged on Facebook that she was a stepdaughter of David DePappy, and uh, he sexually abused her. Everybody piled in on this story pretty quickly. She just appeared out of nowhere over the weekend. Now, how they got away with all this psychotic behavior that was public in the streets, her neighbors have, their neighbors have a lot of stories, and multiple instances of child sex abuse, this is what Berkeley is about. When you have no laws, eventually this is what happens. The craziest people gather together, and they just spend all their days doing, dealing in, in a state of insanity. I it it says here it's it's it says here okay, this is Schellenberger's article. De Pap lived with a notorious local nudist, complete with a Black Lives Matter sign in the window, an LGBT rainbow flag, emblazoned with a marijuana symbol hanging from a tree. A closer look reveals the characteristics of a homeless encampment, also known as an open drug scene. In the driveway, there's a broken-down camper van. On the street is a yellow school bus. Neighbors said DePap occasionally stayed in it. Both are filled with garbage, typical of such structures in homeless encampments. People come and go from the house and the vehicles, in in part uh, to partake in the use of a potent psychedelic drug called Ibogaine. Ibogaine. DePap, according to the neighbors, is a homeless addict with politics that, until recently, left wing but is of secondary importance to his psychotic and paranoid behavior. What I know about the family is they're very radical activists. They seem very left. They're all about the Black Lives Matter movement, gay pride. But they're detached from reality. They've called the cops on several of the neighbors, claiming that we're plotting against them. And this is none of this was covered. And by the way, it doesn't matter if he was a lefty or, or, or a yeah, right-winger. I don't even want to. That's just so dumb. I'm, I'm pointing out... You can't take one person in a story and decide everything that's going on in the country based on your analysis of I don't even want to hear it. How many, I mean, dozens of politicians came out and how many stupid commentators and columnists came out with exactly that kind of insane Uh, Because they're also desperate with the elections coming up, so they would really like to radicalize this man into a MAGA far right. uh, So you will see what happens. They're trying to take it over the country. You better vote for us. It's something far worse than all that. It's the degradation of normal civilization to the point now where people can abuse children, engage in violence, scream all night from their ibogaine psychedelic high, and nothing is done. There's exactly. no, no consequences. Nobody's locked up. Nobody's sent into treatment. He had to smash Paul Pelosi's head with a hammer before he'd end up in the place that he should have been probably his whole adult life. Thank God we have a chance with federal charges. I fear what happens with the state charges and any local charges. This guy might be a, oh, we'll just send him to a mental hospital for a few months. And, you know, he'll get treatment and we're sure he'll be better. 
because that's California criminal justice these days. You are absolutely right. There's too many of these people walking the streets. And this is a guy, when you look at his background, probably was a nudist progressive, but because of all of the drugs and psychosis associated with that, I just found something online from QAnon and thought, oh, cool, I'll just start writing about this right. stuff. He jumped it's, it's a crazy person. Right. No consistency. You can't find anything there. They're, they're looking for something that I don't think is there. It's well, just a drug-abusing, wacky person. One neighbor said he wasn't surprised to hear that DePap was a suspect because there's always something going on with these people. I've seen crazy domestic violence fights, Gypsy coming in sweating bullets, looking like she was on drug drugs. They tried to give me sulfuric acid. Sulfuric acid? Well, that to take? I, I guess. I mean. That's not going to go down well. Sulfuric acid? <laughs> what a trip that'll be. Might G- be your last. And, and uh. listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Um, Gypsy had offered the neighbor Ibogaine to cure his bipolar disorder. So the neighbor is bipolar. And Gypsy's trying to help out by saying, hey, try this Ibogaine. It's a psychedelic drug. Maybe this. I mean, this whole block was full of lunatics. (laughs) Well, when we come back, it happened from both sides. We've just been describing the mostly largely progressive mainstream media trying to paint this guy as a QAnon Trump MAGA supporter. And look what happens now. We're all under possible violent assault if we have differing beliefs. But uh, there was uh, an attempt from the other side, too. And, of course, it's been linked to Elon Musk, who apparently retweeted a link to an article with another story concerning the break-in at the Pelosi home in San Francisco, which is really just as ludicrous. But we'll talk about it for a couple of minutes when we come back. But Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Ludicrous but irresistible. A serious story this morning. Carbon dioxide at LAX felled a few workers. We'll talk to Steve Gregory covering the story after the news at 3 o'clock. The Supreme Court heard arguments over affirmative action. A big decision will probably be upcoming. It'll be months from now. But they heard their arguments today in court, the arguments for and against the affirmative action programs. These are cases out of Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. We'll get into all that coming up in the next hour on the John and Ken Show. But we're still talking about the Bay Area man, David uh, Dupape, 42 years old, who, of course, was charged today, federal charges right now against him for the attack on Paul Pelosi at the Pelosi home in San Francisco. And one of the things that also surfaced over the weekend, although, John, I got to tell you, there was one. I mean, this story broke Friday morning, right? The attack was early Friday. morning. Yeah, there was one email to the Johnny Ken show Friday already pushing this theory. And uh, it got uh, a bigger boost 
Because Elon Musk, well, he runs Twitter now. <laughs> so who's going to censor that? Um, decided to uh, tweet a link to an article, the Santa Monica Observer, which I've heard of. And I think once or twice we looked at it for the radio show, but I don't remember the stories one, involved. Uh, one is, is they had an, an early story on the uh, Angels pitcher that died That's of a drug overdose. Right. You're right. The Angels pitcher who died of the overdose and that uh, worker for the team that helped him. And then the pills. one time they did a satire. They say it was a satire. The, uh, uh, a story about uh, Hillary Clinton was dead and that it was a body double they were bringing in to debate Trump. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Well, they, they were well known for that. Or maybe we're all body doubles, right? Maybe you're fake. Maybe, maybe John Cobelt died years ago and I'm working with just, right. you know. Maybe we're all dead. Uh, and a doppelganger. Uh, so this, so Santa Monica Observer, I, you know, I looked them up online, and it's a normal local newspaper with a smattering of c- celebrity news, and their business address is Lincoln Boulevard in Santa Monica. So it's it's a real news site. It has a lot of like local crime stories. Uh, this thing is written by Stan Green. <laughs> and, Sounds uh, like a pen name. Yeah. And uh, he writes, now, this is technically an opinion piece, all right? Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. No. That's what, uh, Oh, all right. So he's surmising another theory as to what really happened at the Pelosi home. Uh, as San Francisco's gay bars closed at 2 a.m., two gay men met in a bar and went home together. Happens every night in the city by the bay, except one of these two men was married to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I might disappear for telling you the truth. If I do, you all know why. But here's what really happened early Friday morning in now, San you Francisco. Know what? You're wait, reading wait. that, and it already sounds like satire to me. It already does. Uh, I, I it, just hear it that way out of the way he's saying it, you know? It, it, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's just like a joke kind of opinion of the, of the story to have fun. I, I, that's just the way I'm the interpreting it. The thing is, if it was true, wouldn't everyone go crazy to cover this up? Yeah, but that's what leads to people believing this crap, because if you want to go down that road, mm. you could believe every wild. Then let's believe Pizzagate, John. Let's believe that there was a child pedophile sex ring there was? in the basement of a, yeah, of a pizza place in Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. Because they tried really hard to cover that. Oh, is this just occurred to you that that's probably true? That's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible to do that to little kids underneath a pizza. Uh, but, by the way, though, I mean, just one quick question. If he went home with Paul Pelosi from some gay bar at two in the morning, why did he smash the uh, the sliding glass door of the house? Why did he was just angry? I guess I you know I don't have an answer to all the questions. I don't know why, but he he wrote that this is in my humble opinion. <laughs> well, that really took off thanks to Elon Musk. Yeah, and then because uh, once Musk retweeted it, it got a lot of attention. And and part and of, then Musk apparently deleted his retweet. Well, part part of the reason you could draw suspicions is because of that strange phone call that Pelosi made to uh, the nine one one dispatcher, right? Where he was trying to talk nicely, not to upset the intruder. And he was talking in code to the nine one one operator because so, you leave the line open and you hope they can figure out from listening to what you're saying that something's wrong there. Well, somebody interpreted the code differently. Somebody interpreted Pelosi's code as trying to cover up her uh, bringing a male prostitute home with him. And then the prostitute uh, turned on him with a hammer. No, it's ludicrous. Uh, he, 
because he said on the phone he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. And, All right, uh, so when the cops come and they talk to this guy and he's yelling, uh, where is Nancy? And he's talking about he wants to break her kneecaps, he wants to hold her. I love that part, too. Just like out of the mafia movies, I don't break your kneecaps. And then he wanted her to go into the chamber of the House of Representatives in a wheelchair to show the others what happens if you lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he really was a, a gay prostitute, why would he tell this story? I, what, Pelosi put him up to it? I don't really understand either. You're, you're looking for logic where there is uh, I know, I know. <laughs> but keep going on that search. Um, <laughs> all right, so a source told this uh, writer, Stan Green, who knows if that guy's real, that uh, Castro nudists are a group of really radical gay male prostitutes that parade around naked with uh, rings around their member. And uh, <laughs> ring around the member. <laughs> <laughs> they need whisk. They, they <laughs> well, I remember that old detergent, remember? Ring around the collar. <laughs> he, said, he said the police showed up, uh, uh, not in response to an alarm, but in response to a wellness check. Someone called to check on Pelosi. When he didn't answer the phone, the cops broke the sliding glass door to get in. Ah, see, they say the cops the cops broke the door. Hmm. Pelosi was struggling with the suspect who was in his underwear. I think that's also it's, it's something that made people go, hmm. I mean, it's not unheard of for old guys who, you know, whose wives aren't around much. Uh, if they've got a little you know, peccadillo, they... Uh, they might entertain a young man. I mean, Pelosi's really rich, gets really drunk. You know, you never know what a guy's into. He's alone in San Francisco. But the Pelosi's are so hated, Nancy Pelosi and this poor drunk driving Paul Pelosi, mm. that it's just the perfect foil story to make up. Oh, it is. But I'm, I'm, To get the mob worked up do you like see, they were over Pizzagate, like they are over so many other QAnon nutty theories. But do you see why it works, though? Because yeah, no, I do it, see why it, it works. It's not the most outrageous story in the world, considering, you know, what what goes on. I mean, there's a lot of politicians and uh, and, and a lot of older rich men who do entertain. Uh, well, there's never or, been another Pelosi story like that, and he's 82. No. So, unless they're going to start coming out now, right, and telling their stories. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Sure, I was at the house. <laughs> I, he wanted to see my ring. Now, you know who also jumped into this uh, frequent guest on the John and Ken show? Harmeet Dillon, who is a Republican National Committee chairman. She's uh, an attorney. She's an attorney. She says, my law firm served a lawsuit against Paul Pelosi one time in San Francisco after attempting to serve him at their other residences in Napa and Georgetown. They weren't home, but staff were. And multiple law enforcement officers were on the perimeter. Break-in is odd, giving this level of security. Oh, I see. Okay. She's talking about right. Right. I, I think, uh, there was no nothing there that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's what also confused people because the average person goes, really? Nancy Pelosi and her husband don't have any kind of security? Not even an alarm on? Well, she does, but he doesn't. He doesn't. So right. If she's wow. there. There's a lot of people there. So neighbors said but, that. Whenever you know, she's there, you can tell there's security. Pelosi's made many, many millions Who of dollars. Who cares about Paul is kind of the idea. <laughs> and, you know, some of it uh, because of information he gets from Nancy. I I wonder what he would have. I mean, you would think Paul Pelosi would have told him she's in Washington, D.C. We could wait here all night, but it's going to be a while. I don't know if he even tried that or Uh, depends how many he had before he fell asleep. How many what? How many drinks he had before he fell asleep? Who? Pelosi. 
He could have knocked off a bottle and a half of wine. Who knows? That's why he's so dead asleep. And then you wake him up at two thirty, and he doesn't oh, know. I see. He right. doesn't know what he's talking about. I, we, yeah, but he had the wherewithal to dial the nine one one. Yeah. So you know, he, he pulled that off. So we, he couldn't have been too drunk. We don't know. We weren't there. And even thought about how just leave the line open so she can figure out, you know, what what's there's something wrong here. If that really happened, sure. <laughs> These are good uh, times we're living in. They are. Nothing they are. is real. Anything you want to believe, buddy. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's all yours. John and Ken can't what, what makes the best story? Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 3 o'clock, Steve Gregory from KFI News will be along, and he'll tell us what happened, or at least what we know so far, what happened at uh, LAX. Four workers sick, including one in critical condition, an accidental carbon dioxide release. When I first heard this this morning, I did a double take monoxide because monoxide is the one that can mm-hmm. kill you when you're sleeping. You have carbon monoxide detectors in your home. But carbon dioxide vapor somehow got released while these people were doing some kind of work at Terminal 8, the baggage area. I like this. They heard a popping sound. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, we'll find out what Steve was able to learn And we'll talk to him coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. We will also talk a bit about uh, the U.S. Supreme Court taking a look at affirmative action. Again, we've had this go through the Supreme Court before. Get get rid of it. Two lawsuits from Harvard and University of North Carolina challenging uh, race-based admissions. Right. Get rid of it, says John. Right. The color of your skin doesn't matter. It's what you can do. That's right. It's all that matters. What you can it's accomplish. Just the person. Well, I tell you, this is the golden age, though. If you are smart and focused, uh, you, you this is your best chance to uh, make a lot of money and be very successful. Because there's uh, so many flabby people out there who are uh, getting jobs uh, for one woke reason or another, and uh, there's also a lot of people coming out of, out of the schools and they're very soft and whiny, and they're not used to criticism and they're not used to hard work. So. You've got it going for you. This this is the best time in the world. All right. You know, I was just reflecting during that break over the lack of security for Paul Pelosi. Mm. Well, you know, and put yourself in the position of an 82-year-old man. Do you really want a whole bunch of security guards walking around you all the time in your home, outside your home? Get out of here. <laughs> They're after her, not me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I understand It wouldn't that. surprise me if he kind of waved it off. Yeah, yeah, but it's very possible. I don't even like it when we, you know, our appearances. I hated that when they'd follow me to the bathroom and. Well, I realize I could have been stabbed, but, you know, I'm armed, so I'm ready. (laughs) I don't mind going to the bathroom with a bunch of men. It was all right. It never bothered me. All right, Mr. Pelosi. (laughs) The top trending story on CNBC right now. Everybody's looking at it. Deborah Marcus really worked up. The Powerball jackpot has grown to a billion dollars for the second time ever. Woohoo! John does not have any tickets for tonight. No. And I can't lose any money. This is true. Even $2. That's right. <laughs> I'll be $2 ahead of you. How many tickets have you bought? Uh, today I bought 10 for $20. All right. Ooh. I'll be $20 ahead of you. You will. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we added them all up, you'd be way ahead of me. Although I occasionally get a little back, like for, a, I think, for a Powerball or a Mega Ball, you get like four bucks back or something. So A Mega Ball? A Mega Ball, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Powerball number and the Mega. Oh, okay. Uh, it's time 
and really we got to pause the show because this I don't think has ever happened. We got to thank California on taxes. Did you hear, did you hear the pause? Thank California on taxes. California is one of only eight states that does not charge state taxes on lottery winnings. There are only eight, John Cobelt, that I, do not charge state taxes on lottery winnings, and California is among them. Are you shocked? How did they miss that? <laughs> yeah, they're listening right now in Sacramento. But, Draw a bill up! I mean, Quickly, they, before we get a Powerball winner in California. Sometimes they come up with tax proposals, and I'm, I'm thinking, how do you even think of that? How does that occur to you to tax that? California, Florida, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, Wyoming, the only eight states that will not tax your lottery winnings. The other states, anywhere between 2.9% to 8.82%. And New York is number one at 8.82% New York State. They will take almost 9% out of your money on top of the federal money that comes out. That's unbelievable and piling on. So I, I am shocked, too, that California does not take any state taxes. That so, is so out of character. There's 24% upfront taken by the feds on your winnings. Wow. 24? 24%. So then New York adds However, nine. So it's a third. A, a third in New York comes out of your lump sum payment, if that's what you take. But because you've got the big jackpot, you're also going to owe a total of 37% in federal taxes. So I'm, I'm guessing that the withholding, the feds are just taking that up front. And then when you do your taxes, you know, the difference between that and the rest of your income. And in other words, they don't, when, you, when you make a lot of money, you can't just pay all your taxes at the end of the year as we'd like to do. Right. But uh, if you don't have any withholdings, like you have withholdings out of your paycheck, right? Yeah. Because they're taking money out of your check along the way. And then you reconcile it when you do your return. So, I mean, if you win a big lottery, they do want money right away. So I'm not saying 24% plus 37%. It's just 24%, but you might owe 37% in total taxes. So they took 24. You may have to pay another 13 is what I'm saying. I see. So, I got it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I hope you follow because lately you haven't been able to follow some of my well, financial I mean, accounting. Well, uh, numbers are hard on the radio. They I'm, are hard. I'm, on, I'm, I know. I'm, we need a board. I'm better with charts. I can read tables. Right. If you choose the annuity, which pays you the most over time, nobody ever does, though. You take home $630 million in states that don't charge income tax on lottery winnings. But if you choose the lump sum payment, you'll take home $307.5 million. So that's kind of how it breaks out. So in other words, if you, if you, the annuity means you have to wait many years to get all the money. That's why people don't take it. You're going to get, I think it's said in the story here, how much you're going to get a year roughly um, uh, and, 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 oh, for the new option, it translates into winnings between around 541, oh no, this is the total, 541 million and 550 million, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I guess it depends if you want to uh, go right to private plane status immediately. Yeah, I you mean, know, it's, it's want, so if, much money that people take the lump sum because they can do better with it than wait over time for you to pay them. I guess they pay you interest with the annuity. I assume they would, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't even bought a ticket, so I never delved into the... Uh... This is why sometimes it's a month after somebody wins before they go public with their winnings. Oh, yeah. With the announcement, because it takes them a month to figure out what to do with the taxes. Yeah, no, I'm a sucker. I know that, but... All right, well, I... 
It's only ten, twenty dollars at a time. It's not like it's hey. the end of the world. Yeah. It's a ahead. few cups. Of, it's a couple of cups of coffee. I just babe, go and Ken, do you sit there and fantasize if I won? What's the first thing no. I'm going to do? No, no. Hmm. I often forget that I bought them. So yeah, you maybe have winning tickets stashed oh. around your house or in the laundry. No, once a month I go to a place where I just run them through the the, the scanner there to see if there's anything in there. Oh. So, once I actually left one somewhere. All right, Steve Gregory's coming on next to tell us about this uh, carbon dioxide release at LAX, which has led some workers sick. Johnny Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code Gabby2024 for 20% off your first order.